This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. So I want to say I will not answer any question about Steve Gerrard today. Jürgen, actually, before we move on to Stephen Gerrard, um, obviously there's been various uh, measures implemented because of fears over the new COVID variant. Um, I just wonder how that, how fears over that variant have impacted preparations for you and, and what COVID protocols have you had to implement, maybe reintroduce because of it? Yeah, uh, tough, tough situation, obviously, for the world um, and for us as well. So means we got, uh, when I came in this morning, then um, obviously the, the Premier League, um, sets a few new or old um, standards we have to go back to. Um, yeah, we, 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 we try. We try to be as, as cautious and careful as somehow possible. Um, do all the things. Um, it might, might be an extra test per week. So with GMC games, we get anyway tested twice a week. Now we probably get tested th- three times a week, which I'm completely fine with. I have no problem to test every morning. Um, and these kind of things. So, um, yeah, that's it. And of course, on top of that, we try to um, boost uh, everybody, all the people if possible. And um, that's it. Well, everyone well at the minute. Sorry? Everyone is well at the minute. Yeah. Uh, on to Steven Gerrard. He said he never wanted to face Liverpool as a player. Now he will get to as a manager. I think I said to you the other week as well, he may just get a bigger reception than you when he walks out at Anfield tomorrow. So, <laughs> how do you feel, though, seeing someone who was brought in? as an under-18s coach here during your time in charge, now returning to Anfield as a Premier League manager. Wonderful story. Honest, wonderful story. And I can imagine a little bit so how, how his feelings are. I know he said already, no sentiments, no blah, 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 all these kind of things. And it, Stevie's meanwhile already an, an experienced coach. So manager, um, he's doing the job already for a while and um, he knows exactly how to approach games. But... Um, he has probably no idea how it will feel when he when he steps into the stadium or out of the dugout or whatever. Um, I had that in a similar way, not I can't really compare it, but um, when I came the first time back to Mainz, um, or I came first time back, first and last time actually back with, with Liverpool to Dortmund. So it's strange, strange. You, you like or love pretty much all the people you meet uh, when you arrive in the stadium and it's pretty much not often the case. Uh, when you go somewhere, it's easy to be very competitive usually. But I could handle it, Stevie will handle it. So it's like we are, I think, Stevie's friends with 99.9% of the people working for Liverpool FC and the 0.01% just never met him <laughs> because they arrived after him. Um, so I never heard a negative word about Steve Gerrard since I'm here. I met him, he's a great guy. So, um, and he will come here and wants to win the football game. So before, nice shake hands, after, nice shake hands, and then after, in between, they will go full throttle and he will go full throttle. And I remembered when we scored with, with Dortmund at Mainz, I forgot everything about my my, my story at Mainz. I was celebrating like a crazy devil. And um, so he's allowed to do that as well. I just hope he has no reason for it. Uh, Stephen said, You've given him advice. I'm guessing you probably haven't before this weekend, though. But give us an insight as to what you've maybe said to him and 
any concerns it could come back to bite you this weekend? Yeah, yeah, again with football. Um, oh, that's why it's, it's long ago. It's long ago, really long ago, and that we spoke a couple of times, of course, uh, more, more often. But it's um, since the Rangers, and especially since he is at Villa, we had some messages um, sending each other. But that's it, pretty much. No, I'm not silly. I don't. No, not because I don't think he. Um, I wouldn't give him advice, but there's no need for it. Obviously, I, I watch nice Villa. Um, often enough, since he's there, quite an impact, to be honest. Um, similar style to to Rangers, but obviously with uh, um, different players, really good players. That feels like everybody plays exactly the position he's, he's made for. Um, and it looks good, honestly. It will be a tough challenge, but that's how Premier League football is. So there's no difference to, to other games. Um, and we try to figure out how we can cause them more problems than they had so far in the games they played, and hopefully we can do that. Just like changing the model, we got to Ian from PSP after the bit of Juliet from the BBC and Rue. Um, Juliet, do you want to go next? Hey, Jürgen. Um, talking to Stephen earlier, he was saying that he didn't expect, from the conversation you had with him when he went to, to the academy and managed there, and those conversations you had at that time, he didn't think he would be coming up against you so soon. So is that sort of a similar thing for you as well? Did you think you would be coming competing against him so soon since those conversations? When I was in, I didn't think at that moment about it. That doesn't mean I didn't expect him to be on this level that early. I just didn't think about it. But that's, um, I think it's a completely natural thing. He did incredible smart stuff. So he started here uh, with the uh, Q18s. Uh, knowing that you had to learn the job going to Rangers, still, that's how it is in the early stages of the career. And actually, we are all learners all the time. Um, but still has to improve things. Took his stuff to, to, to Rangers. Um, but a very successful, uh, very, very successful. And um, so now he is he's ready for everything. That's how it is. Um, and um, I'm not surprised about it. But when we met then, I didn't think about it, to be honest. But um, Look, it's not easy for a world-class player um, to become uh, uh, an outstanding manager, but it's possible. And it looks absolutely that Stevie has all the skills you need, and um, I'm really happy for him. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Thank you. Hello, Jürgen. Um, in terms of Stephen starting at Aston Villa, what have you made of his team so far and what sort of a challenge do you think they will pose your side this weekend? High intensity, uh, what, what they are doing. Um, it's, yeah, what is it? What kind of system is this? 4 3 3 or Christmas tree? Maybe we are around Christmas. Let's call it a Christmas tree. So, um, <laughs> uh, 4 3 2 1 um, is. Midfield, very lively, really aggressive, very specific way to to attack with really high fullbacks, um, specific kind of protecting with the midfielders, tense in between the, the line and proper strike, whoever this is, it's Watkins or Engzi. Um, last line, obviously, um, looks again um, really, really um, settled or confident again let me say like this so goalie good goalie so it's just um, i think it's really similar um the, the, the way the style of play is similar to to to, to rangers it made him very successful there and it is is now 
really successful there. I think uh, nine four games played, nine points. I heard about, about worse records. So um, I think it's a proper start. Um, but none of these four games were against us. So and that's our that's what what we want to bring in. So with all because. Stevie might say there are no sentiments and stuff like this, that's right, but from our point of view, from a club's point of view, there is sentiments. We love Stevie, but that doesn't mean anything about, around this game. <laughs> we are all professionals as well, and we will go with all we have, and we will need Enfield and the receptors. See, we can get the best reception in the world because he deserves it before the game, after the game. They can sing songs, all these kind of things, but in the 95 minutes, um, we need everybody behind us. and. Um, that's, I know our people good enough. That's what they like as well. And not to forget, it's just a game. And again, um, we have to, uh, we have to throw everything in what we can. And it means at Anfield, use Anfield. We will try everything to create a special, a special atmosphere. But um, when the people are ready, we have a good chance to have a special atmosphere. And then it's difficult for each opponent. And that's what we have to try to, to produce. Have you spoken to him recently? After last game, send him a message. Not bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. So um, that's it. But we didn't speak. No. Jürgen, do you think it's inevitable that one day, the way that Stephen's career is going, that he does manage Liverpool one day in the future? Once you're long gone, I hope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, yes, I think absolutely. I think but the only the only problem is is like when is the right moment for that. Uh, that's not not about Stevie, but we saw it with Frank, for example at Chelsea. So a similar story. So I really think that um, Stevie is doing really well um, more because he's very young, um, still from a, from a manager's point of view. And um, so just when is the right moment to to take the job? Not that he's not able to do it, but how long do you want to do it? So is this the last? Job you do is it the first or the, 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 the second job you do, the third job you do, whatever. That's questions I don't cannot answer. But yes, I think it will definitely happen um, and good for everybody. Hi, Jürgen. Um, just bringing it back to one of your players. Um, Thank you. One of your uh, midfielders, uh, which I don't think gets much praise at all for being here. Oh. Um, Ask the teammates. Is so. the best? Is he arguably the, the best player in that position in Europe? And is he a player that most managers want in, the, in, the, in their side? Replaced that with most with every, and then it's probably right. Everybody, everyone, everybody wants a big his team. When you work with, especially if you work, after one day working with them, you want him in your team definitely. Yeah, I wish not. He underrated. What did you say? Under yeah, it doesn't really get talked about as much as what the other players do. Yeah, Fab is completely fine with that. I'm fine with that. So it's in exactly in the club he wants to be. Um, he doesn't need public praise to to increase his value or whatever. Um, so it's all fine. He can have a normal life pretty much, which is cool. Um, exceptional player, absolutely. And um, yes, it's the best on the position. I don't know. It's, who cares? He's a he's he's a top top top. Top, top class player, and um, that's hopefully very long for this club and hopefully very good at the weekend. Thank you, Carl. Carl Just to bring it back to Stephen, I know you know Karen's sort of funny, but you said it definitely happened that he would become manager here one day. 
that seems to have been the, the path that's been marked out for him from the start of his coaching career. Does he actually have to prove? Because I'm not the right, I'm not the right person to, to answer that. But, but uh, it's not me to make these kind of decisions. I don't know what you have to do before you become a Liverpool manager. I know people say you have to win things. Um, I'm not sure about that. I think it's more important that you win things when you are here. You don't have to win things in the past. And it's a proven win on all this kind of rubbish. Um, you can win things in the past, we'll never win something again. So these kind of things, you have to be the right manager for, for you need to, if, and you know, most important, to, for each manager in the world, it's really important that the club is in a stable um, moment. So even else, from a sports point of view, probably not in the best moment because that's most of the time the reason why a manager gets a sack and another one is coming in. But if the rest is stable, then you have a good chance to to improve things, and that's what you have to do. And everybody, everything, what is how what what Stevie did so far looks is going absolutely in the right direction. Um, but what does that mean? Um, I'm, I will not. I can't see a scenario where I will be involved in that decision, to be honest. But who knows what the future brings? Um, and we will see. And just going on to news wise, obviously, we've got the news about Nat Phillips and his cheekbone. Um, we didn't see Josh and Origi in training pictures yesterday. Are they okay? You know? um, so, first, Nat, uh, <laughs> what a story. Um, yeah, unfortunately, he. Uh, it's broke. It's not as bad as could have been, so no surgery needed, um, and you can pretty much train from next week on, but reduce because everything what would hit him in the face uh, would could cause proper damage, and that's why he has to be careful. That just make sure that in the moment when he's allowed, when the bone is uh, got here, or how is it? it did heal? Um, then um, he can obviously will be in a good physical shape. So that's great. Um, how long it exactly will take? I don't know, four or five weeks, something like that. We'll see. Um, and the other two, yeah, Jogo had felt something after the game, again, the last Premier game, and um, didn't train yet. We will see. Maybe he can train today. Then it's an option. If not, then not. Who was the other one? Yeah, just um, he intensity and now take him out for a day and um, extra recovery day and I think he will be fine for tomorrow. Did he anything different? You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.